following is a podcast of Echo, a middle school ministry at Victory Family Church. For more details, visit lifeatvictory.com slash middle school. We are in week four of this series, Life and Love. And let me just say this, if it matters to God, it matters to us. And we want to live a life that honors God. This week, we're going to be talking about setting up healthy boundaries. But before we jump into that, I wanted to remind everybody why we exist as a church and a youth group. You know, we exist so that all people can realize God loves them unconditionally. God loves you unconditionally. If you've missed last week, please go back and listen to the podcast. We don't want you to miss out on what God's been doing. We are so excited to call you family. We're all about students being known, needed, and nobody forgotten about. In fact, the minute you walk through the door, you're family. You are family and you belong. So welcome to the family. As family, we want everybody to know God, and we believe that you will get to know God as you keep coming to the services. If you keep coming, we believe through the messages and through worship and through small groups that God will begin to do a work in you, and you will get the tools and the resources to grow in right relationship with the Father. Amen to that. I just want to encourage you. Pull out your Bibles to go through service with us together. Maybe get out your phone if you've got the Bible app on it, but we got to go through God's Word together. It's so important. And remember, note-takers are history makers, so let's jump into today's talk. The last three weeks, we've been talking about sex. We have walked through so much helpful stuff to help us have a healthy future as well as maintain healthy relationships. So if you missed the last couple weeks, don't worry, because this week is going to be equally helpful in navigating your future. Today we're going to be talking about most guys' favorite classroom, the gymnasium. I would have been a straight-A student if they would have let me take gym for eight hours a day. And some of my best and worst memories happened in a gym. I remember throwing up that last-minute three-pointer to win the game and impress all the ladies. I also remember the dreadful day I won the dodgeball tournament. Now I know what you're thinking, Justin, if you won, what was so bad about it? Well, here's what happened. So it was the big day of the dodgeball tournament, and I had, was on a team that was headed to the championship. And so we get to the championship game, and things are going pretty well. We're doing pretty good. But all of a sudden, Cody, the biggest kid in the class, from the back of the line, starts winging these balls at our team. Now, we're over there dodging with our little girl voices going, Ah! And he's over there throwing them saying, you must be destroyed. So we were a little scared. So I noticed that it's down to just me and Cody. It's up to me to win the championship for my team. And so I'm looking across the line at him and he's pointing at me as if to say, you're mine. And so we're playing and the dodgeballs are flying and I'm ducking and I'm diving and I'm dodging and I'm dipping and I'm diving and I'm moving left and right. And and, and he's missing me with all of these shots and I open my eyes and he's on the ground. I think, wait a minute, what happened? Did he just get tired of, uh, of all this dodgeballing and just laid down to take a nap? I wish. What had happened was I had thrown a dodgeball and it connected with his face and he went down. I had won the game, sure, that's great. I'd won the tournament, but I'd also made angry the biggest kid in class. So what I did is I took off towards the bleachers and I run up the bleachers. And there's this sign that said, do not cross under construction. But I just ignored that. And I kept going. When I got to the top, I fell off the broken bleachers in between the bleachers and the wall where I was stuck for almost an hour. How embarrassing. I remember when they pulled me from the bleachers. The gym teacher asked me, hey, didn't you see the big sign that said, stay out? 
I did see the sign, but when I was in the moment, I just reacted. I didn't make a thoughtful decision. Some of my worst moments in life were due to decisions that I made in the moment. It can be a dangerous thing to leave our decisions up to fate. When we walk into a situation and just say, hey, whatever happens, happens. This is especially dangerous when it comes to sex. Some of you may think to yourself, no, I have plenty of time to decide what I think about sex and how far I will go. If you live your life with that mindset, you may find yourself in a situation that causes you to go further than you ever would have wanted to go because you didn't have any boundaries in place before the situation arose. We never make our best decisions in the heat of a moment. But when we are able to think ahead and decide what we value and believe, then we avoid regret. It can be so easy to live life day to day and only worry about the things that you face that day. But it is imperative to protect your purity by thinking about tomorrow and establish your boundaries today. This topic may be a little more real for some of you than others. You may be sitting there listening to how important it is to have physical boundaries, totally agreeing with what I'm saying because you found yourself making an in-the-moment decision and now feeling the weight of that decision. For those of you who haven't had this kind of experience, you're probably wondering, what's the big deal? Why do I need boundaries? To answer your question, I want to go to a letter written a bunch of years ago to some people who were in need of similar answers. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, it says this, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Now, let's break this apart to better understand the author Paul's advice. Flee from sexual immorality. What he's saying here is to avoid or even run from things that are sexually immoral. Well, what does sexually immoral mean? Sexually immoral would be anything that goes against God's design for sex. So any sex outside the context of a marriage. So we should flee from anything that is not within God's design for sex. Paul knew that sexual immorality is very dangerous, and so he is warning us against it. He knew that it was a sin against our own body, which meant it affects us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So Paul's advice for protection against this is to set up guardrails. Whenever you drive on the highway and you look at the side of the road, you will see some metal guardrails lining the grass. These were put into place so that when someone loses control of their car for a moment, they will have something to bump into and allow them to correct their path before they get into a dangerous situation. In the same way, we should have guardrails when it comes to sex. We should decide the appropriate boundary and resolve that we will not cross that line. It is also important to place guardrails in your life that will keep you from being in situations that may cause you to test your boundary. An example would be, I am not going to be alone with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I will always make sure someone else is around. This just protects us from the temptation to cross that line. For some of you, I know you're wishing you heard this talk a little earlier because it may have helped you avoid some of the regret you're feeling right now. But I want you to know that if you've messed up with your boundaries and found yourself feeling the shame of that decision, God offers you forgiveness. God desires to take away that shame and invite you to come to Him for help. Now, there may be consequences for our actions along the way, like what people say about us. But God allows us to be forgiven and to forgive ourselves. So if that is you, I just want you to know God offers restoration and it is never too late to set up guardrails around your purity. 
So as you leave today, I want you to leave with a question. What boundaries do you think are wise and realistic for you to set up? How will you make sure to take those boundaries seriously? Hopefully you won't make the same mistake I made when I heard the dangers about crossing the line on the bleachers and ended up ignoring it and making a decision in the moment. Hopefully you will talk with your small group leader and create some healthy guardrails that will help you recognize and flee from any sexual immorality. I know this may feel overwhelming. I know there's a world out there telling you you shouldn't even try. Well, we've spent four weeks talking about this because we believe in you. We believe you can do this better than anyone in the world has done it. Maybe even better than your parents' generation. And we want you to know there are people such as your parents and small group leaders who want to help you along the way.